It's nine minutes past two and you are listening to the 123 show here on RTHK Radio 3. I am Carolyn Wright and I am sitting in for Noreen Mir today. And around this time on a Thursday afternoon, she has a bit of a chin wag with Sadia Osmani, who is hopefully going to join us on the phone. Sadia, can you hear me? Good afternoon to you, Carolyn. Oh, I'm very glad you were there. We've got some new technology today and it all seems to be working fine so far, oh, so that good. is good news. Good stuff. So you said uh, you were going to talk to me today a little yeah. bit about power naps. Yeah, well, generally this whole sort of thing about napping, you know, I think what happens is that in, in certainly Western countries, like, for instance, if you look at UK and US and Australia, um, the whole idea of napping, you know, in the middle of the day is something that probably has a little bit of a bad image. And people tend to associate it with being sort of lazy and lethargic and, and there's a little bit of a stigma attached to it. So have you ever kind of taken a nap during the day, Caroline? Have you? you see, yeah. I am a big, big fan of a nap because I, for <laughs> a very long time, have worked very early morning shifts. And so if I want to kind of stay up a little bit later in the evening to maybe see a friend or something like that, that the only way I can do that is by having a nap so I love an afternoon cool. nap yeah well, that's good. well supposedly a recent survey found that 33% of Americans were napping daily while about 25% of Brits were doing the same but I think actually we things may have changed where that's concerned because I think the pandemic has really had an effect on us mm-hmm. but generally before I look at how the pandemic has affected us and I think everyone's probably aware of it anyway but just looking across the board in terms of other countries, supposedly in China, um, you know, it's not seen as a bad thing to nap. Okay. Where they say a desk side snooze is a constitutional right. <laughs> now, now, that's what I've got, which is written in front of me, all right? Now, somebody might actually say, no, I don't believe that. But, but that's what was written on this, well, in this article, right? But I think that kind of thing is true, because I seem to remember, even like in Silicon Valley in the US, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, they yeah. invented like these nap pods at in some of the coolest tech companies. Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. I was going to talk about that. But yes, but that just shows you, I mean, I think that's kind of moving more into kind of modern times where mm-hmm. it's accepted, but this is not an old, con- this is not a new concept, really. Yeah. In Japan, supposedly, um, Inimuri is sleeping while present, and it's a sign that you've been working hard, so that's okay. <laughs> okay. In Spain, obviously, we know that siestas are very oh, yeah. common, and I would say that certainly in places like India and Pakistan, it is absolutely normal. Um, I know, you know, certainly when I go and visit my in-laws in Pakistan, <laughs> you know, we have a kind of big, a, a big heavy lunch about one o'clock, yeah. 1.30. And after that, my goodness, it hits you. And there is nothing more than you want than just to go and lie down and have a good sleep for about an hour and a half. <laughs> so that's... Um, and so that's normal. You know, yeah. Sort of stop. Now that so sounds that's like... It, yeah. So it sounds like that's a big thing of having like a big lunch. But what about also sort of how much of a factor is the weather? Because like obviously places like Spain, yeah. And it's very hot yeah. and, and India and Pakistan might be, yeah, you know, certain absolutely. areas, certainly. Because it's kind of a peak time. I mean, they say that the best time to nap, um, and I hope nobody's napping at this point, as you said, oh, yeah. <laughs> during your program, <laughs> but is usually between 12 and 4. Okay. Maybe 12 and 3, but they say if you do it sort of after 4 o'clock, then that's going to affect your sleep in the night. Ah, okay. So, and, and this goes back. Supposing nothing was at least it's not as old as the Romans. They used to call it sex to horror, which means asleep in the sixth hour of the waking day. So that means about okay. noon, really. 
So I suppose that qualifies as the siesta. So, you know, and studies are showing that people are showing the same levels of learning after a nap as they were showing after a full night of sleep. So just that short nap, about 15, 20 minutes, is is pretty good for you. Now, now with the pandemic, obviously lots of people have been working from home, so there's been a lot of disruption in our lives. So we're not actually working to any, you know, our routines have been disrupted, Mm. we're at home and keeping track of time is difficult. But the other thing is, is that because we are at home and there's limited sort of interaction and stimulation, we're not walking outside, we're not getting tired. Um, And the light in the house is different to what it would be in an office. It's probably a little bit more dimmer. And we've got the comfort of the sofa. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And the sofa is there. And how many of us are sitting in laptops in a very, and I'm doing that at this very moment. I'm sitting <laughs> on the sofa asleep. with a number of cushions behind me. <laughs> Suddenly, if everything goes quiet, you know it's gone. Like I've gone. But um, you can be in your pajamas. So these, all these comfort factors are affecting us in terms of our, mo- our kind of thing for sleep. But also, um, you know, because quite a few of us are worrying during the pandemic, you know, about family, about our jobs, about health, uh, we may be losing sleep during the night and that is making us a little bit more tired during the day so therefore that need for a power nap might be sort of coming in and then obviously spending time on the computer screen and all this kind of blue lights there mm-hmm. and stuff so so those things are making a difference but but the basic thing is is that it's generally good for you to have a nap but, but now because of the pandemic and stuff and the effects of it um, it's it's important to keep in mind that actually a little bit of a nap um, is critical to the biological process because firstly sleep empowers an effective immune system. Ah, now that's obviously kind of, key at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. So so that will help. They say naps have been tied to bolstering immunity. A power nap, the maximum twenty minutes, means you remain in a near sleep state, but we emerge mentally sharper. So um, uh, so how do you manage that? Because I've got a very, very good friend of mine. You might hear him on a Sunday morning with me occasionally. He uh-huh. does like a nap, but he's not very good at kind of keeping it short. It often turns into basically going to bed yeah. for the night. And that's the danger, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Because they say if you sleep any more than about 20 minutes, then you get into this kind of state of deeper sleep. And that's the kind of sleep you need in the night. Mm-hmm. But generally, they're saying that if you were going to have a power nap, some of us may be quite, quite light sleepers, and we may just kind of doze off during a program or, you know, doze off after lunch for a little while. But yeah. I think it's best to set your alarm. You know, right. Set an alarm so you've got about 15, 20 minutes. Um, because if it's any more than that, I don't know, you know, sometimes... I've kind of, I kind of had a nap during the day or something, and it's gone a little bit more than that. Then you wake up totally disorientated. You feel really groggy. Yeah, really groggy. And, you know, they say that if you don't sleep, you get irritable. But frankly, if you do sleep, you get pretty <laughs> irritable too. So, you know, and also sleep is supposed to improve your mental health. Yeah. Um, so, you know, kind of what they're saying, the Sleep Foundation recommend that you should actually set yourself a schedule and a routine. Okay. You should have a wake-up time in the morning and a wind down time in the evening and your bedtime should be kind of consistent time where you actually will switch off the lights and you'll try and fall asleep but if you're working like during the day from home and stuff and you're not going to be leaving the house then things like you know showering and getting dressed um 
you know, makes yeah. a difference to your whole mental attitude, I think. Yeah, I think there's a lot of and, people you know, who've been living in pyjamas for the last honestly, six months. yeah. And then eating good meals, you know, in not having too much stodgy stuff. Because, I mean, there's nothing worse. If you, and you've all experienced it in an office where you have a heavy meal. And then after that, if you happen to go on a course or you've got a meeting after that, everyone's eyes are glazed over and everyone's but, trying very yeah. hard to keep their eyes open. So so that's really important. Um, and there's different They've said that, you know, generally to have a good sleep, you need to perhaps change your sheets on your bed quite often because there's nothing, it is really nice, isn't it? There's there, literally, is nothing nicer than getting into bed when it's like fresh beautifully sheets. fresh sheets, yeah, and, totally. And fluffing up your pillows and things yeah. like that. Um, but it said, of course, be careful that, you know, stick to short naps mm-hmm. and don't worry about that. Don't, you shouldn't feel guilty about it because, you know, you have your intense time. You're working, you're most productive when you're fresh and you're feeling okay about it. And some, uh, an associate professor, Mednick, uh, who's a professor of psychology at the University of California, she is the author of a 2006 book called Take a Nap, Change Your Life. Uh-huh. And she says that when people get this dip in the middle of the day, their body temperature decreases, yeah. and the cognitive process is not as strong. So if that's usually the point when you tend to kind of reach for a coffee in the office. Right. But this is probably the best time to go and have this that, nap. You should be grabbing the duvet instead. Yeah, although they say, no, actually, the <laughs> yeah? best thing to do is not to get under the duvet. Really? Because that is too comfy. Oh, so no. So if you're going to do it, lie on your sofa or sit up straight and just lean back, which is yeah. a bit kind of, yeah, not very comfy. No. Um, so, you know, I know I thought the duvet idea was good. Right? I thought, yeah. yeah, get in there, man, just go to sleep. But, uh, but I think this, they're kind of discouraging you from getting into the bed. The bed is the place you should go for sleep in the night. Okay. Um, and so now they've categorized different types of naps, right? So you can yeah. decide exactly where you fit in. All so right. There's a recovery nap, which lasts about 40 minutes yeah. and involves light sleep. Okay. And NASA, a study from NASA found it improved pilot and astronaut alertness by 100%. So wow. it's good for NASA, it's good for you. Right? Yeah, I reckon so. <laughs> so that's 40 minutes thing. Okay. There's a prophylactic, prophylactic nap. Okay. And it's for severely sleep de- deprived people and basically involves taking yourself off to bed forever or until you feel better. Okay. <laughs> I think that's what my friend needs. <laughs> yeah. Forever? Um, there's no kind of time limit on that one. So that's really if you're totally knackered okay. and you don't feel very well and you really just need to forget about everything. Else. Okay. And there's twilight naps. And All right. These are kind of known to university students. You may have memories of these. Uh-huh. And also known as disco naps. Oh, yeah. Um, where you might sort of have a quick nap. So you can go out on night Friday out. night. Yeah, yeah, totally. There you go. You just said it. You've obviously experienced that one, Carolyn. <laughs> and there's caffeinated, um, caffeinated naps in yep. which you down a coffee just before you drift off right. for an especially peppy awakening. So you, then you wake up kind of quite alert. Although I'm not sure as to whether if you down a coffee, I suppose if you're downing it just before you sleep, you don't let that coffee take an effect. And maybe then the, the warmth might, in your tummy sort of, you know, yeah, makes you feel you snuggly, maybe. Although I suppose coffee was supposed to really keep you awake anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it says, obviously, the best time to nap is between one and three, no later than four, as it might affect your night. And of course, as you mentioned earlier on, 
Yeah. You know, this is a concept that it's becoming quite popular and the whole stigma of uh, it being about laziness and being lethargic and stuff is going because Silicon Valley is a prime example in Google, where yeah. in Google, for instance, in their offices, they have shh zones, which is quite cute. I yeah. think that's quite nice. Yeah. Zones. <laughs> I, I think it's a great idea. <laughs> and then the, um, they have kind of nap pods. Yeah. And Facebook, you know, in Silicon Valley in the Facebook offices, they have nap pods. But you can imagine that, you know, these nap pods, everyone's kind of itching to get in. One of I, those <laughs> there's a big line, there's a big people <laughs> wanting to get in after lunch. That's so, it. I wonder if you have to sort of book your slot yeah, for yeah. it. But I wonder, I you, so. yeah. yeah. How do you fall asleep so instantly, though? That's, that's my problem. The, mm. I struggle sometimes, particularly if I know, like you were saying, the thing of like a 20 minute nap, of setting mm. yourself alarm. It's almost like as an extra stress factor that you've set mm. that alarm that's given you that sort of dead cut off. And that makes me struggle more to sleep than, mm. than not yeah, doing it. Do you think that the that the kind of egg timer is moving and mm. you think, oh, I've only got 12 minutes yeah. left, hurry up. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Because yeah. I think that's uh, that's the thing. And I think that's kind of almost like if you have children, you realise that um, when when babies are small, they just struggle so much when it's time to sleep. Yeah. They just kind of squirm around. They just don't understand. They're tired, they want to sleep, but they just don't know how to sleep. And it's right. only after you pat them and you walk around with them that they kind of calm down and then they forget about it. But it's almost like, you know, when you are trying to sleep, just that thought of, I need to sleep, I need to sleep, it can just, or I'm just too tired. Yeah. It can kind of throw you completely and it puts you off and, and you're not able to. So I suppose it's just trying to find maybe some soothing music, you know, yeah. as you're trying to drift off a kind of meditation, slight meditation beforehand. Um, or just, some, uh, some custard and cake <laughs> we'll do the job but I think, I think there's a lot to do as well with like things like having the screens around you and maybe yeah. like having a nice lighting sort of environment that mm. you put a sort of more yellow kind of light on than the blue sort of nasty laptop light that you've probably spent the entire morning sat in front mm. of mm. but it's interesting isn't it it's interesting how in different things of our life now, the pandemic has had such an effect that, yeah. you know, we're looking at this in, in a totally new light now as well, that, you know, people, when they are at home, there's this fatigue that kind of comes in of working at home in the same environment, not actually going out, especially now, I think certainly in Hong Kong, yeah. with um, the recent surge, mm. I think we're all suddenly, I've certainly kept myself indoors and stuff, and I thought, no, I won't go out because... I'll heed the official advice yeah, and yeah, just stay very wise. But it is pretty, um, you know, it is quite challenging. And I think, you know, sleep usually comes when people are tired and they've been yeah. out and about, they've had some fresh air. So it's really important to try and keep a balance there and to try and go out at least for a walk, just do the shopping or something like that. Yeah. Um, but just to keep a balance there. But there you go. I, th I think that's yeah. Yeah, all good advice because I think also the, the getting a walk and getting a bit of sunlight because one of the other things aside from getting a good immune system from having a power nap is that you need a bit of little bit of vitamin D in you so you mm, do need to yeah, see sun. a little bit of sunshine in your life. <laughs> yeah, and then I suppose in that respect, I mean, lately we've had kind of cloudy days and stuff but certainly in Hong Kong, it's we always get a bit of sun here and there so yeah. you know, even in some of the colder days and stuff. So that's important for us to do that. But it's just kind of balancing these things and, and really trying to... It's almost like a new way of living, isn't it? You've yeah. got to just 
it's the new norm in it terms is. of how you do it. That's it. Um, we've, we've totally readjusted our lives, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how many people are going to actually um, shift from that. Quite a few people are quite comfortable with the way that they're working, even with these kind of little naps and things like that. If yeah. it works for you, if it does help you be more productive, it helps you freshen up, things like that, then there's no harm in it. I mean, at Absolutely. the end of the day, you're going to do your work one way or the other. Yeah. But, you know, people do it in different ways. We're all different. That's it. You're absolutely right about well, that. Well, don't fall asleep. You've still got another... I shall endeavour <laughs> to manage <laughs> If things go silent in the studio, <laughs> I'll know that this had an effect. <laughs> That's it. I shall endeavour to stay awake for the next half an hour and, and, and maybe not have a nap because you said three o'clock is... Yeah, what kind yeah. of the cut-off time? But it's been lovely Four to chat o'clock. to you. Thank you oh, for the right. chinwag, Sadia. All right. Have a great bye afternoon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. That was great to hear. And I am going to avoid a nap today, but maybe I'll have one tomorrow. Sounds like a good idea.